Hi, my name is Claire and I'm an integrative humanistic psychotherapist. So what is this podcast about and how did it come about? This podcast is about anything that has to do with psychotherapy. It can be anything, from a needle to a haystack. What it won't be is theoretical. What it won't be is heady. It'll be from an everyday point of view, from both a therapist's point of view and from a client point of view. The reason it came about was myself and a colleague decided that we had listened to numerous YouTube videos um, about psychotherapy and what to expect and all that, but it was all very heady. It was all about the theory. So we decided that it was time to look at it from a therapist point of view and a client point of view. Very ground level, very grassroots level. Um, and we hope that you enjoyed as much as we've enjoyed putting it together. We hope to answer any questions that people might have and some questions we have already been asked and we will go into that later on in the podcast. These podcasts will be once a week, maybe, um, depending on how much they're listened to. One of the questions we have been asked is, why would people want to go to therapy? Well, there are numerous reasons. Usually, it is to do with that life is either getting them down, or there's an issue that they can't handle, or they're finding it difficult to handle. There's absolutely numerous reasons why somebody would come to therapy. And a question along with that was, well, what, what are the benefits? The benefits of therapy is that you become more yourself. You find out who you are, if you don't already know. You find out how you behave, what triggers you, what doesn't trigger you, what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, and the reasons why. One, one of the things I heard recently was somebody going to therapy and people thought they were going mad. Nobody who comes to therapy needs to be told that they're going mad. One of the other things is that people say, oh, well, you have to be crazy to be going to a therapist. No, you don't. You actually don't need to be crazy because what you're looking for is somebody external to help you solve an issue or a problem or whatever, especially if it's emotional. Here's a question to ask yourself. Have you ever sat looking at a sad film and you couldn't stop crying? Why? You know that it's only a film. You know that the character in it, characters in it are only acting. So why would you be getting upset? Why would you feel the need to cry at a film that you know is not real? Even when it's based on fact. The reason that you get so involved in it and so emotionally involved is because it triggers something in you. It triggers something that catches you, that you can relate to. Does that need a therapist? Maybe, maybe not. But why not look at it and find out? You don't have to come to therapy when you are out of control or when you can't seem to be able to control your own behaviour or your own thought pattern or your own emotion. A lot of the time people come to therapy because they think they have a problem. And the problem usually is that they don't know themselves. 
And what a therapist does is they try to help by allowing the person themselves to discover who they are and help them relate to that person who they're discovering and be happy with the person that they're discovering. It's about seeking somebody outside of yourself to give you a fresh look at what you already know. Sometimes we're aware that we know it and can't do anything about it. A lot of the time we're not aware that we know it until we discover it. A therapist is a bit like having a best friend who you tell your inner secrets to. However, when you tell a therapist, that's where it ends. When you tell a friend, you're always curious, always a little bit on edge, a bit nervous about will, will they say it in company, you know, will they let it slip, will they, you know, will they betray you? However, with a therapist, there is only four ways that a therapist will break confidentiality. And these are if you are a danger to yourself. Two, if you're a danger to somebody else. Three, if there is child sexual abuse um, involved and that there is a child at risk. And four, if there's a high court subpoena. They are the only times a therapist, as far as I'm aware, will break confidentiality. And you usually know that at the beginning of the very first session when you discuss it with the therapist. There is a point in everybody's life, whether they admit it or they don't admit it, that there comes a point when they start questioning themselves. Most people do nothing about it, but there are people who decide, okay, this is happening too often, I need to look at this and have a look and, and see where it's taking me. What most therapists will give you is non-judgment, empathy and positive regard. If they don't give you those three things, you're with the wrong therapist. What would a therapist cover? What I have noticed is that I will cover anything that a client wants to bring into the room. It may be relevant or it may not be re relevant to the situation at hand or the issue that the client brings in. It's not up to me to decide what comes into the room. It's up to the client. A lot of people coming into therapy are already nervous coming in and sometimes they just want to be told what to do. So one of the things that has to happen between a client and a therapist is that you have to build up some sort of relationship. Now that can be done in a matter of seconds, although that's rare. It can and usually is done over a period of time. For myself, when I start with a client, I normally ask the client to commit to three months, a weekly meeting for three months. At that point, if a relationship has not been established, that we can work together on a basis, then there's no point in continuing that therapy. I may be the wrong therapist for them. That doesn't mean that the person has failed, it just means that I'm not the therapist for them. But when a relationship is established with a therapist, it can be the most enlightening and deeply effective relationship outside of their marriage, their partnership, their family, their best friends, because it's different. The therapist is not your best friend. The therapist is a stranger, even though you build up a relationship. 
you see the therapist once a week for one hour. So you're not likely to meet them in Tesco's or Dunn stores or anywhere else. It can happen. And people do and usually say, you know, if I meet you outside, you know, and the therapist will ask, if I meet you outside, do you want me to acknowledge you? So it's always up to the client to decide what happens in a therapy session. Later on in later podcasts, I hope to have my colleague Siobhan um, here to also give a little spiel or a few words of wisdom um, from her perspective as a therapist. Um, We will also have, I hope, other psychotherapists and other people who will agree to come on and give from the client's point of view. This podcast is about real is about being genuine is about making mistakes it's about seeing a therapist as nothing more than another person and the therapist seeing the client as another person it's about meeting it's about relationship it's about how can I solve my problem with this person how can they help me to gain a little bit more knowledge of myself and how can I live with that knowledge How can I behave out of that knowledge? How can I look forward? How can I look back? How can I... There's so many questions. As an integrative humanistic psychotherapist, humanistic is obvious. I see everybody as a human. Not as a number, not as a code, not as a, you know, a money racket. I see people. I want to help people. If I was in it for the money, it'll be a long time before I ever get rich. So what is it about therapy? What is it I need to know? There are a couple of things that you need to know. When you want to start with a therapist, where do you start? You start with a problem. You start with an issue that you can't resolve yourself. And you don't feel like you can talk to anybody else about it. The first step is actually knowing that. The next step is looking for somebody. And you can pick up any, I was going to say, you can pick up any phone directory, but I don't even know if they exist anymore. But you can look up Mr. Google. You can look up different websites like IACP or IAHIP. All of these places. Find a therapist in your area. There's another one. But you have to be proactive. You have to be willing to take that chance, to take that step. And I believe if you take that step and you make contact with a therapist, that is the main step. That is the one step that most people don't take when they need help. Because for whatever reason they're afraid, that they think people will think that they're nuts or crazy or, you know, out of their tree or whatever. That's not the truth. The truth is you are looking for help. If you have a pain, you go to a doctor. He checks you over, he gives you a pill or whatever, some sort of treatment, and away with you. If it works, all and good. If it doesn't work, you go back to him. It's the same with therapy. It's about we have an issue, we need to have it sorted. It's not about what anybody else thinks. It's about what you think. It's about what you need. And most of us, when it comes to ourselves, we're useless at looking after ourselves. We look after everybody else and we forget that we're part of the human race. We forget that we actually need help too. And I don't know whether it's an Irish thing or whether it's just a general humanity thing where 
we give and we hate receiving. Now I know there are exceptions to that rule, but in general, we look after everybody else and we forget about ourselves or we deliberately sidestep ourselves. Why? Aren't we the most important person? How can I give if I can't receive? How can I give fully to somebody else if I can't receive? How can I be there for somebody else if I can't be there for myself? If I don't look after myself, who's going to do it? Because I won't let anybody else do it. It's about taking a stand and saying, I am important. I want and need help and I am going to decide who and how I get that. It is our choice and we must choose to live. We must choose to be who we were meant to be. And sometimes I think we're afraid to be who we were meant to be. We're afraid to succeed. It's not about failure or being afraid to fail. It's actually about being afraid to succeed because it's not something we're used to. Looking after yourself does not mean you are being selfish. Because if you look after yourself, you are better equipped to look after somebody else or be there for somebody else. So first and foremost, we must realize that we are people who need help. And I know that's much easier said than done, but that is the first step. Second step is finding a therapist. Third step is having a relationship with the therapist. And when I talk about relationship, I talk about needing somebody outside of ourselves who has no ulterior reason to want a relationship with us except that they want the best for us. They want the best for everybody's life. When you find a therapist who wants that, you have found what is equivalent to a best friend without the hang-ups, without the need to be nervous, without the need to wonder if they'll talk. Will they let something slip in public? among my friends if you find a therapist that can help you go for it is all I can say give it a try it is worth it how many of us have felt down and I'm not talking about depression I'm just talking about having down days when you feel oh my god do I really want to get out of the bed I have to get out of the bed I bring the kids to school I have to go to work I don't want to work. I'll take a sick day. How many of us have felt that way? They're just ordinary days that we just feel rotten, miserable, just down. And generally, we get over those. What happens if you feel like that a lot of the time? I'm not talking about every day, but certainly three or four times a week, where life is just too difficult where you just want to bury your head under the pillow or under the duvet and say, I've had enough. Let the world go by for today. They're the moments that we need to stop and ask ourselves, what is happening to me? I felt like this for two or three days now. It's time I went and had a look at this. What's going on for me? How many of us had felt like that and yet on the outside shown, oh, it's a wonderful day, it's a happy day, and put a smile on our face and got on with life? And yet inside we're cringing, inside we're falling apart, inside we are unhappy. Those are the times we need to stop and ask ourselves, I need to sort this out. I need to find out why I'm unhappy. 
and I need to deal with it. I don't need to hide it. It's not about hiding. And it's not about standing on top of the roof and letting it all out and shouting and roaring away with yourself, telling everybody what's wrong with you. No. It's about finding somebody who you can speak to on a level of deepness and be okay with it. Because in that okay, we can improve. We're not perfect people. There's always room for improvement. But we have to take the bull by the horns and say, okay, I need a little bit of help with this. And finding somebody outside of your immediate family, outside of your friends, who you haven't spoken to up to now about what you're really feeling. And my question would be, why not? If it's that deep in you, why have you not spoken to your family? Why have you not spoken to your best friends? Because there's an element of fear. It can be big or it can be small, but there is an element of fear. Fear of rejection, fear of people not understanding, people not seeing you, people not hearing you. A therapist will listen. A therapist will see you, will hear you. And sometimes that's all we need. Sometimes that's all it takes for us to recognise ourselves and deal with ourselves. One of the other fears is that the, ther- the people think that the therapist is going to you know, give them a pill. That's a psychiatrist, not a therapist. A therapist may be a doctor, may be a psychiatrist. But in most cases, humanistic, integrative psychotherapists may have a background in medicine, may have been a nurse, may have been a doctor, may have been a policeman, may have been anything. But that's not the reason they are a therapist. The reason they are a therapist is one, they've been through their own issues and seen the benefit of therapy. And two, they want to help people. They want to give people what they have found. They want to give people the right to live as themselves in their truest form. Sometimes I'm asked how I work. What do I do as a therapist? How do I talk to people? I talk to people the way I talk to anybody. What do I do? I listen. I hear. I evaluate. Sometimes when a client comes, they're so nervous that they don't actually know what the issue is. Let me tell you, you do. Sometimes it just needs to be pointed out to you. In a very gentle way. In a very gentle manner. And it doesn't make any difference what the issue is. It's not about the issue, it's about the person who's carrying the issue. It's about finding that little spark that's inside themselves that was there at the very beginning of their life and somehow has got lost with life, with work, with growing up, with relationships, good, bad or indifferent. But it's about taking that person and allowing them to see themselves as they truly are, the valuable, the worthy. We're all worthy. We're all valuable. But a lot of the times we've forgotten that. Sometimes I think we've forgotten that what we say means something. But nobody is listening. So I shout a little bit louder. It's not about shouting. It's not about standing on a rooftop and, you know, spouting. 
it's about being able to stand in my own self and say what I need to say be the person that I need to be in any given situation and be happy that I'm doing that because I'm truly being myself one of the other questions I, I've been asked personally is how do I work how do I work in my therapy room the simple answer is any way I think will help if I think something will help a client to connect with themselves I will use if that means writing you know giving them a, a task a week then I'll do that the beauty about being a therapist and being in a thou and I relationship with your client is that there is no vested interest other than helping that person you're not going to get anything out of it well you get paid but you know sometimes you do and sometimes you don't it's not about that it's about bringing that little piece of that person into the bigger person and we all need that help at times I work a lot with the inner child and most of you will have no idea what that means and that's fine I'll be discussing that in later uh, podcasts but suffice to say that sometimes when something strikes us we behave out of our feeling and sometimes that's out of proportion with the situation those are moments to ask yourself why did I react like that that was a little bit OTT where did that come from my god did I get that angry oh my god and then we have to go start apologizing because we feel that it was a little bit over the top for that situation and maybe it was my question would be why why did I get so angry why did I get so upset what I'd like to do is go behind all that and find out where it began so I will use any means possible to connect that person with themselves because that's what it's all about it's not about you connecting with me it's about you connecting with yourself with me to witness it and that is a great privilege is to witness people changing to witness somebody finding themselves realizing they found themselves and begin to live as themselves i thank you very much for joining me in this podcast have a lovely week and um, hopefully we'll see you next week in case i forget my apologies about this uh, podcast this is my first time to do a podcast um, so please forgive me for all the um, little twiggly bits that don't make any sense all right hopefully in future i'll be better at it and our email is psychotherapyballanderry at gmail.com. Take care. God bless.